What's good? My name is Chris Dallas. This is Trapping Anonymous, CO Anonymous. On this episode, I kind of want to get into the uh, mentality of the correctional officer in New York City. I feel like it's a lot of information that we need to know and that we need to gather about the correctional uh, facilities in New York City, but not only here, but all across America. Um, I watched a lot of documentaries on like the mistreatment inside of, uh, you know, prisons and different things like that. And I think it's important that we have our young men, young women and just people all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my listeners just to get an idea of like the inside of what's going on in jail. You know, a lot of people never visited prison before. They never visit those uh, types of different places. So just getting the inside of just people that work there or people that have been in there, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to give you a different kind of perspective, you know, um, of just everything that goes on, you know what I'm saying? Just be open-minded when you hear these stories and, you know, know, everything we keep completely anonymous. So the identity of my guests will not be shared, unfortunately, but do gather these stories and hopefully you can, you know, uh, teach somebody and help to get your little mans off the street or something like that, man. It's, my name is Chris Dows. This is Trapping Anonymous, CO Anonymous, Season 3. Let's get it. Yo, so what's good, bro? Not much, chilling. We're going to jump right into this shit. Um, what the fuck is it like? What? Uh, so where were you a CEO at? I was a CEO at Rikers Island. Mm-hmm. I was in... Um, GRVC, which is um, a high classification gel. Um, I mostly worked in the box, the Bing, they mm-hmm. call it. Okay. And so, um, what is like for my listeners that don't? What's the box? The box is where they send bad inmates. Okay. Inmates that get into fights with other inmates, yeah, or yeah. inmates that put their hands on officers. Or so you say, put their hands on officers. It be going down in there. Yes. Like, I, I can understand that the inmates fight with each other probably relatively all the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as being a worker in there, you have to deal with sometimes inmates fucking you up. I mean, Rikers Island is is, is the streets. It's just mm-hmm. like the streets. Rikers Island is a, it's a, it's a city among a city. That, that's the best way I could explain so it. So it's like a whole different world in there. It's like, if you're a punk-ass CEO, you're a punk-ass CEO. You know that phrase, real, recognize real? Yeah. Once you walk into a jail, <sighs> your word is everything. Mm. Firm, fair, and consistent. That's that's the best way. They teach you that in the academy. A word. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Because I always thought about this, you know, as a regular civilian. Like, as a CEO, you in jail with them. Yeah, you definitely are. Yes, it's your job. Yes, eventually you get to clock out and go home. But that time that you sitting there on that island and you sitting there in that cell with like in that facility, you in prison. You definitely are in prison. Do you kind of feel that sense when you're in there? I definitely felt that. Mm -hmm. Um, Rikers Island, you know, ain't cute about jail. Okay. Number grown man, it stinks in there. Um, I remember. Driving over the bridge mm. and getting palpitations, like mm. like I was scared. Damn, I never been in jail before. Damn, so I, that, I just that, the, that feeling don't change. Like they say, like you know, when the power shifts, like you, yeah, you're like the person like in command or in charge, but you still get that feeling. Of you ever like, watch Oz? I've heard so many things about it. When the fucking the the the, the when the 
the the, the thing slams, the, the fucking gates. Yeah. Bomb. That shit is real. Yeah. Yeah, you locked up with them. So so in the academy, I'm sure they trained you for a whole bu- bunch of different things. Academy was bullshit. <laughs> what? I'm going to tell you straight up. Was that ca- <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. man. Y'all need to stop giving these, uh, you know, these CEOs that bullshit training, man. Try to give them some shit. Nah, that are, it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, well, first of all, to, to, to get into it, you got to take the test. Okay. I'm going to start you off from day one. You got to take the test. Yeah. Then, then after you take the test... Waiting for the city to call you takes a long time. It takes about a year, two years, three years. I mean, after two or three years, I might not even want to be a CEO no more. You, the benefits, bro. Oh, the benefits, the benefits. And the money. And the money. Yeah, but... So you make a good a good amount of money. Correctional... I never met a broke correction officer in my life. Word? Never met a broke correction officer in my life. You. My thing about that is... It's funny because when you go to Rikers Island, so uh, explain to me really quickly what Rikers Island is because it's not like jail, jail, but it's like a holding cell. Yeah, okay. Okay, R- Rikers Island is a holding cell. Yeah. So it's like you're waiting to get sentenced. Right. But you have not been convicted. So you so, still have rights as an inmate. So basically, is it like um, the people that don't make bail? Um, no. Fuck that. It's New York City. Yeah. Because even the people that don't make... No. It's, it's people that have a lot of priors. Oh. It, it depends on the bullshit you did. It depends. Yeah. Because in New York City, it's like, all right, whatever. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. But you do some really dumb shit, you're going to rock his out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know... They got enough probable cause to, to keep you into Rikers Island. So, you know... Although they haven't been convicted... Mm-hmm. These ain't good people. Yeah, so, okay, so what I was asking you was, you know, you never met a broke correctional officer. I get that. What about those fucking hours on that motherfucker? Because I heard, like, it's, it's really an island. You really got to travel there. Yeah, it's right next to LaGuardia, LaGuardia Airport. Okay. You really, it's, it's really so, an island. So, like, once you're on there, you on there. Yeah, you yeah, you you're there. Talk to me about the hours there, like, and how, like, Well, you getting stuck. What do you mean by stuck? I go, fuck who you are, what you are, you getting stuck. What does that mean? Meaning a regular job is eight hours. Right. In Rikers Island, you're doing an eight hours and another eight hours. What? Yeah, you're working about 17 hours in Rikers Island. That is 24 hours in a day. Well, you're working. God damn. You're getting stuck. So so it's so after my eight hour shift, let's say Let's say I wanted to go out or I have engagements. Or- no, nah, you, you don't have a social life. It's like that. Your social life is dead. So. You live there. What? So all this money that you're making, is it really worth it if I'm not, you know what I mean? Really I mean, enjoying- you know, the money's good. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Oh, the money's real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You make so much money, you don't have time to spend it. Damn. Sitting there on the island with a fucking Rolex watch and a, and a motherfucking Mercedes Benz in the crib, and you can't even fucking go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Because you sitting there, you always at work. Always at work. They make a really good living for themselves, but I mean, damn, at what expense? And that's my whole thing. It's like with people, it's like, what are you willing to do? You got the money, just that and the third, whatever the case may be. But if I can't enjoy that shit, if I'm I not mean, enjoying my life, you know what I'm saying? What is it really worth? 
Yeah. Talk to me about the corruption that you see in Rikers Island. I know there has to be some kind of motherfucking okay. corruption in that. Is movie. there crooked COs? Yes. What's a crooked CO? If you could describe one, a punk ass CO. And what are they doing? Like what kind a of a punk ass? To me, is like because you're making good money. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're making great money. Mm-hmm. So you're not broke. Right. But. To hold on to jail is hard because, like I, like I was telling you, you, your word is bond. Right. You know what I mean? So you're jailing. You're in the jail. You're locked on these motherfuckers, but you're scared. STD. Scared to death. Mm. You're scared. You know what I mean? So you got somebody. Well, you'll see, yo, you want to make some extra money? Mm. No. You got to just be firm in you, that. You got to, yo. I mean, you got all kind of criminals in there. Criminals, they the, I think criminals have the best gifted gab in the world. They could talk you to do any kind They ain't know the art of bullshitting. Yeah. They know the art of bullshitting. Crim, criminals, are, they some smart motherfuckers. So they coming up to you as a CEO and they saying... I've been offered shit. Like what? I've been offered... Um, Yo, this one inmate was talking about, you know, you go out, you mm-hmm. know, get me the weed, mm-hmm. bring it in. Mm-hmm. And then I got you. So like, because I could imagine like the inflation in there. Like, you go to the movies and popcorn is fifteen dollars. I mean, a ten dollar bag of weed cig- in jail is probably like okay, twenty. Fuck the weed. Let's talk about cigarettes. Cigarettes. You make a lot of money in cigarettes. Just smuggling cigarettes. Just in smuggling cigarettes. And that's just side money. That's just side money. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I never did bullshit. I'm not gonna. I never did bullshit. Um. I think COs do it because they scared. Mm. They want that respect. Well, you got to think about it too. Like, you want you went Rikers Island with these uh, inmates. They're not still in, they're not staying there relatively long. So for the time that they're in it, they say, "Yo, li- listen, boss man, I'm gonna see you out in the street." Yes. They catch your face. They yes. say, I'm gonna see you out in the street. I heard shit like that. Yes. So that shit is gonna happen. It's gonna happen. What? How, what kind of position does that put you in as a CEO? That does that not. Um. Well, when you hear shit like that, you you know you got to use humor, mm. and you you also got to remember you are officer. Because mm. if you see me in the street, you know I got my firearm. I'm good. I'm protected. Oh, you could carry that. You, 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 outside of yes, you definitely could carry. Uh-huh. But um, you got you can't be. I got inmates are smart. They know what the what fuck to your, say. What was your scariest moment as a CEO that oh, you could say you God. walked in there and you was like. Oh, fuck out of here. I walked in the housing area. Okay. And the housing area I walked into, they all got indicted together. Okay. Which I find strange because once you all get indicted together, you're not supposed to be in the same housing area. Uh, you're supposed to be all divided up. That, that's Hey, that's probably a part of that motherfucking corruption that's going on on Rikers Island and motherfuckers not really doing their job. You know what I'm saying? And I, I hope, I think Jay-Z was trying to get uh, Rikers Island shut down, you know, for that incident that happened with that young man. But we're going to get back to that. So you in the, you in the, um, you in the joint with a bunch of yeah. niggas that's co-defendants. I mean, I, I don't want to say the name of the gang, mm-hmm. but it was like, and it's funny because in a regular housing area, there's about 20 inmates, yeah. 25 inmates. This housing area had about seven inmates. <laughs> Yo, but these inmates were hardcore. They was wild. What? 
What they was doing, bro? They let them do whatever the fuck they wanted. Oh, they, to ran, do. they ran it. They ran. They that shit. ran shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was the same type of shit they were saying to you? Yo, just yo. Um, there's one that may say, "I'm gonna violate you, see, yo. Uh-huh. I'm on. Uh, I'm scared to death. Straight up, dude. I ran into the bubble, mm-hmm. and I stayed in the bubble. What's the bubble? What, so it's a bubble officer. The, the, the officers are the most senior or pretty whatever mm. pretty female always gets the bubble mm. and well, put it like this this house and area it didn't allow no females mm. it was none but males so you stayed in this this bubble that protects well, you what no, does it do yeah, yeah yeah you protect it how does it protect you oh you can't you can talk shit but you can't come in oh yeah I was scared I ain't gonna lie to you so, so but it was like you know there's always, when it comes to like things like that, there's always one person in charge. As far as the inmates is concerned. Uh, OG, that's how they call it. Okay, okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, the OG uh, is uh, whoever running the house. Yo, he ran shit. Mm-hmm. And these inmates, all grown men, looked at him as if that was his dad. Like, that was their dad. That's what's interesting to me about the, uh, the, the culture inside of prison. You know what I mean? You have somebody, and it's really, it's really structured, if you ask me. Like, I feel like there's really structure to it. Like, you got somebody that is in charge, like the head. You, you got, definitely like, got that. You got people that, you know, are like the soldiers, the people that, you know, really put in the work, and people that are probably work, working their way up, and this and the third. Like, it has some type of structure. When new people come in, they got to earn their shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not not just like this haywire thing is so much as people may nope. think like it's, it's it's like high school mm. but it's like you know high school in the sense if you fuck up you'll get your ass whooped right you know what, I mean? what are some other crazy stories that you heard when um when you was out there and <laughs> why'd you laugh because like you know doing my rounds yeah you know doing the overnight shift you know um you know all right you know, I seen I seen grown man jerk off. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I seen. Um, it's just that it's just that nasty in there. Like they just whatever. It's a lot of shit that goes on. You know, you because it although Rikers is a holding cell, you could be in Rikers for a while f- trying to fight your case. Yeah, and you could get arrested at twenty one and be there till you're twenty seven, twenty eight. God damn! And you have needs as a man. So they just sitting there wagging it or they don't give a fuck who walking by. I mean, it is what it is. So like, do they like ever try to attack you, throw things at you? They throw shit at you, they throw Wait, piss hold on, at hold you. On, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> hey man. It's called the Rikers Island cocktail. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is that? It's the word you, you know. I, but piss. what what is what? Piss shit. What? So yeah. they like put it in their hand? No, no, they put it in the milk cups and hold oh, the little the milk cards that you get in there. Yeah. And, it's crazy, bro. And they and they throw it at you. They throw it at you. But they don't do to any CO. I mean Have they ever hit you with one? I got hit with it. What? I got hit with it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I got hit with it. With another man's shit. And this shit I could I did not retaliate. I had it I had literally had to eat that. Oh, shit. I literally had to eat that. Fuck. Hey, 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 man. I don't give a fuck how much you CEOs is making. I don't give a fuck how much cars and jewelry and whatever the case may be. 
It's just some things I do not think I could do, bro. Well, you know, the inmates got and then, and then, like, if you retaliate, what are the consequences for oh, you? you might lose your job. You could lose... I could lose my fucking job because somebody decided to be disrespectful, shit in the car, and then throw it in my face. Yes, you can. That leads me to talk about well, the it, retaliation now. Because you have the CEOs in there that's treating the inmates like shit. But how good am I going to treat somebody that is literally disrespecting me to that level? Well, you know, you got the inmates looking for cases. Looking for cases. Looking for cases. Rikers Island is a is a fucking cash cow. Oh. So it's like, you know, it's 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 really easy for it's really easy for you to be an inmate. If I see you, you the CEO, I'm the inmate. I see you every fucking day. Okay. It's easy for me to get on your nerves. Yeah. Because inmates are not dumb. Mm. I think that's a big misconception. You think like the people that's in jail, or you see the people that come out of jail, you think, oh yeah, this little but this bonnet, the motherfuckers is smart. They're smart. They just choose to use their smarts in different to areas of life. Ten four, yeah. But these motherfuckers is smart. They smart. And Damn. unfortunately, it's gonna cost you a pension. Everything you work hard is gonna go out the window. So they're looking for a case to build against you, exactly, so that they can either get out or make some money while yeah. they're in there. Oh my god! And you know the city's quick to settle. Bro. Yeah, because they don't they don't want to they don't want to deal with this shit. So they'll cash you out, cash you out real quick. Real it, quick. it don't matter. Any regrets about signing up? Are you a CEO right now? No. Okay. You okay? So at what point did you say fuck this shit? Um, it got to the point where my mental state was not there. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. This is the part that's interesting to me. I was catching anxiety attacks. I was drinking a lot more. I was being, my family described mean for no reason. Um, yeah, it, it changed was, you as a person. It changes you. And this is the thing I always say too: is like, wherever you work at, you can't help but take some of that shit home. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's so definitely taking that aggression home. You could, you could, you could be work. I don't care if you're working with uh, fucking high school kids where I be working. I don't give a fuck if you working out in the if you're an NBA player. Whatever's going on in the workplace, naturally you bring some of that shit home. Yeah. So this is literally changing you as a person. People are probably telling you they can see Yeah, yeah. my family couldn't stand me. What? Yeah, I, I, I And want, you're not even doing this shit purposely. No. I was just aggressive for no and I'm not an aggressive person, but I was aggressive for no reason. So at what point does this money, does this, you know, making this good money, got this good benefits, this, that, and the third uh-huh. At what point do you say, you know, you know I, what, I, I, I got I to gotta fucking go because this is not who I am? My work at the exchange, I was calling out a lot. Mm. I don't do that dumb shit. And Just because you ain't want to wake up and I literally was like, you know what, this is it. Mm. He's like, yo, fuck this shit. Yeah, this is it. <sighs> wow. This is it. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I felt really bad because I really didn't want to resign, but it was either that. Why'd you feel bad about that? Because it's like, you know, become a, I wanted this, you know, you know, being young, dumb, I'm going to take a city test. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to, you know, I wanted the money. I wanted the, the prestige and all that. Hey, man. The, I felt yo, like a quitter. I 100% get that because I, I like the shit that I start, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't ever ever want to like have to quit I want to finish you know what I'm saying that's probably one of the things that kept me 
going in my fraternity It's like alright I let a motherfucker put his hands on me And I couldn't do nothing back How the fuck I'm not gonna cross I don't understand that Like people be going online The pledge of fraternities People that know about this world and shit You know you get online You motherfucker put his hands on you Just down the third Whatever, whatever your process is I don't know I really don't give a fuck But you gotta just go through that And you gotta finish You know what I'm saying And that's how I was brought up That's how I was raised So I, I can sip, I can empathize with that part And what you're saying You know what I'm saying But When something like that That's a job right Yeah it's, it's a job That's not gonna end And if it ends It's gonna be with 30 years from now yeah. 25 years from now 22 years he could retire 20 years he could retire At that point I done became You became a criminal What? You you know You become You become a criminal And people was gonna probably I know y'all listening Y'all probably gonna think of that, that. I, I think you, you take a lot of that home man You take that shit home um, And if you still have a home Wow Correction officers got the biggest divorce rate Word. It's either that or the biggest, you know, you're going to go smack your girl or whatever. You're a fucking alcoholic. You're or alcoholic. You're abusive. Damn. You know what I mean? Damn. So um, another thing that I was talking about earlier in this podcast. Or, or you kill yourself. Yeah, what? Yeah, they don't talk about that shit, but, you know, a lot of officers eat their gun. Word. Just off they self. Yeah. Because so much of it goes into the psychology of yourself. Like, you just... I remember one time I was working with uh, special needs children. And I was going home bugging. (laughs) I was like, I I started becoming, you know, and this is no disrespect to anybody with special needs, but I was, I felt like I I, I started tripping more. And I don't know whether that was the subconscious. I don't know if I was intentionally. I don't, I don't fucking know. But I just know that I was becoming bits and pieces of that shit. And I ain't have no no real control over it. So the thing that I had mentioned before was about the um the incident with uh the dude. I don't know. They're gonna make a movie on him, man. Yeah. And what was his name? Uh, I, I don't know his name. Maybe probably something like I, that. I saw the video. This happened before I you know became a correction officer. But I saw the video. You're talking about the kid that killed himself. Yeah, and this he killed himself. Sorry, so just let me just give y'all a little backstory. The kid, you know what I'm saying, he he got arrested, he couldn't afford uh bail, so they sent him to Rikers Island. He had to wait two, three years for his trial, however the case uh long it was. But while he was in there, he was getting abused by like correctional officers, he was getting into a lot of fights, he was getting into a lot of, you know, different shit. You know what I mean? By the time he got out, which years later, this kid's mental state was already fucked up. He was it was. Get, he was getting jumped in there. CEOs was choking him out on the floor. And I don't know whatever this kid was doing. I don't know. I don't know his backstory, but at some point, this this supposed to be some type of rehabilitation inside of a correctional facility. This supposed to be some there's no reason why people are coming in going in there and coming out way worse than they did when they went in there. Come to find out the charges got dropped on the kid. He was never supposed to be in there anyway. Couldn't really afford a lawyer, but you know, they don't give a fuck about that. He goes home, he fucking offs himself, and he don't want to be here no more. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of things I could say about that. Um This place is supposed to be reforming you. What the hell is going on inside of these prisons? What the hell is going on inside of these cells that, you know what I'm saying, people rather be dead. I, I I can't even go into that. Um, and you, somebody that was working there, I was working there. But you got to think what 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 
Well, I think he was an adolescent at the time, right? Yeah, something like that. You, remember, with the adolescents, they, they separate them from adults. Uh-huh. And they I think did, the kids, the kids is wilder than the uh, adults. Yeah, the kids are horrible. They're assholes. They was wilding on they you? They're not children. Well, I need work with kids. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I wouldn't want to work with kids. You wouldn't want it? No. Because with adults, it's like, you're a man and I'm a man. Mm-hmm. It's, either you it's, it's a respect level that's it's, there. Exactly. With the kids, they it's They don't like, respect shit. They want to be tough. I'll tell you one thing about... It takes a really strong CO to work with kids. Mm. And, you know, I do have loved ones behind the gates. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk down to no CO. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. I'll tell anybody, if you feel like you could make a difference, go take the test. You come become a correction officer. They're it's, looking for people. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. They're looking for people. Come come try it. <laughs> come see what this life is about. Yeah, yeah. I got loved ones behind that gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So, but like, it's unfortunate what happened to the kid. But I'm pretty sure... And I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be mean. I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't more a child to, of God. There's more to. No, I don't. I don't want to say maybe he wasn't a child of God. I don't want to say that, but I just want to say there's more to the story. There's more to the story. There's more to the story. And I believe easy. that we can look at the video and be yeah. like, "Oh, look at uh, what the CEO did. Yeah. Look at whatever." But there's you're around a situation and you've never been in jail. You're trying to act tough. You're trying to be something you are not. Well, well at, at some point, what when you go into that cell, you, you feel like you got to wear this kind of armor, no? Because you're in there with a bunch of bravado. You're in there with a bunch of people that are, you know, macho, what, macho. What, what they tell us in the academy is be what you are. Yeah. If you wasn't a punk before you got the job, don't be a punk after you get the job. Yeah, man. They, I mean, you say all that shit and I'm not going to lie. That shit is all fine and dandy. But like you said, when them cell doors lock, it's a whole different story. Talk to me briefly about the women CEOs on the job. I want to know because in, okay. in, in, in such a, it was, with so many men in there and like you said, men have needs, this, that, and the third. I could imagine the kind of verbal abuse. The women in there definitely got disrespected. Mm-hmm. The older women held on the job. Yeah. All the women was like the mommy, the grandma. All the women could hold on the housing unit. Nah, you got the younger ones, the pretty ones, fat, ugly, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. The guys in there, they work out. Mm-hmm. You got some good looking criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's becoming a thing too because they, a lot of people are like going on Facebook and yeah. showing pictures of like inmates yeah. and they're like inmate bay yeah. or free so and so because they look good. This, that, and third. So I can imagine the CEO women, I, they, the, they, the, they probably falling for these the inmates. The dumbest shit I ever heard, and I heard this from a correction officer that I graduated with, he is too look good looking to be in jail. Oh I had to God. stop and look at this chick like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So you got like, and you remember, you know, guys were naturally hunters. Yeah. If you give it to me, I'm going to take it. 100%. So, you know, you got these enemies. All they do is work out. And, you know, Rikers Island got a strict diet. They fucking rip. What about some of the um, unfortunate situations with women on the job? Oh, the craziest shit that ever, you know. Yeah, give us like the crazy shit. Was um, they got dorm areas. Okay. Well, one female was working a overnight shit. Yeah. And she, you know, she fell asleep on the job. 
Okay. Oh, fell asleep on it. But okay, there's two type of there's there's um there's housing areas. Yeah. And there's uh, well, there's dorm areas and there's cell areas. Cell okay. areas is they all in the cell, and it's all locked. And you up. can lock it in the own. Yeah, day. right. That's the area you want to work because I, I feel more safe. Yeah, there. because they can't break that. Well, cell. you know, some some inmates been there for so long they know how to pop open a lock. That's what a different the story. Fuck. Yeah, these inmates are not dumb. They not dumb. He just got locksmith in there. All right, go ahead, man. So you know, she was working a, a dorm area, mm-hmm. fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And you know, guys, you know, they weren't dorm area is like, it's like, it's, it's free flowing. Like you, you know, you could get up and talk yes, to people, yes, come up next yes, to people, you yes. could dap people up. It's yes. a dorm. It's, it's a dorm area. It's open space. So they literally, while she was sleeping, they literally jerked off in, on her face. They each took times jerking off. And what like, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that is a real it's a real deal story. Like one dude came through, choked off on the face, another dude came through, choked off on the face. And she woke up, you know, yawning and all that. Oh, she probably swiping it yeah, all. Yeah, she swiped it off. You know how you be you know how you be sleeping and you just be like rubbing your yeah. eyes and sh- oh come on. Son. Woke up mm-hmm. and you know, she touched her face and she realized it's come. Oh my god. So she wants to go reporting because yeah. they're doing fractions and shit like that. Right? She want to write them all up. Right, yeah, yeah, of course. So, but she was literally told if we write them up, we got to write you up for sleeping on the job. Which is the worst. That's some shit. It's the worst write up you could have in Rikers Island. She couldn't even do nothing. Literally, she was told, you got to eat that one. Yo, that's like the line. Yo, that's like the line in Rikers Island. You gotta eat that. You gotta eat that. How the fuck do you expect? She gotta go home to her man. She ate it. Oh my god! It, it, at the end of the day, the whole point of a city job is you want to collect your pension and go home. One hundred percent. You want to go home. And that's another thing I wanted to talk to my listeners about really quickly. I'm sorry to cut you off. You, you know, we 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 preach. Hey man, go to school, go to high school, go to college, whatever. Take all the city exams, get into one of the city jobs, work the city job for twenty years, thirty years, retire, get a good pension, come home. What? A, and this is like the black community, especially. How about entrepreneurship? Why are we not teaching our kids more about how to start their own business, how to get their LLC, how to start their branding, how to, you know. Start something and build something from the ground up on their own and, and have that. Get a loan from the bank and, you know, build your credit scores and make sure that you could, you know, take out something and invest. We we always teach the kids, go take the city exam. Make sure you take all of them, yeah. pass them, wait for your phone call, go in there, work 25 years, come home. That ain't life. We want to live, yo. Yeah, we want to live. You know, I'm saying right here, right now, man, if don't know Adele tell you this right now, man, go after some entrepreneurship. Go after something you really love to do. You ain't got to take no city job. You ain't got to, you know what I'm saying, do none of that. But if that's what you want to do, I'm for that as well. But at the same time, it's like we need to preach more entrepreneurship, more business owning, and more different mentalities within the black community just to change the mindset and just change all of us. That's just me, man. I'm sorry. I, no, no, I, I was no, rambling no, no, on, but 
that shit got me so tight. Yo, that shit got me so tight. It gets me so tight. And I wish I really, I really wish I was preached that. It's like, me too. My my parents ain't teach me none of that nah, shit. My dad's the reason why I took the became a correction officer. And you got in there, you was like, fuck no. Yeah. And I, but that was the saddest day in my life when I saw Dad, I can't do this shit no more. Oh, for you, personally. Yeah. Wow. How'd that like make you feel type shit? Like? Make me feel like shit because my dad cried so much at my graduation. Mm. He was so happy. Mm. Till this day, he walked in his house. He got a little shrine with me. It was the correction shit and all that. That's that's what he wanted for you. He Yeah. But that wasn't what you really wanted for yourself. I mean, the money was great, but I, I was Fuck like... Fuck the money. I, I, that's I kept, our problem. I kept those we put money. such a high value on money. And not a high value on happiness. That's the problem. Money don't equal happiness. You know what's funny, bro? I, I put in my paperwork to go back. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. Why are you going to do that to yourself? And I've been prolonging to take care of certain ends to go back. But like, this, this is like therapy right now. Because it's more like, what the fuck am I getting myself into? So, so is, are you more so putting the paperwork to go back? Because that's what you want to do, or do you want to prove something to yourself or somebody else? I, I was gonna say I was gonna do it for my dad. You know, I mean, he's he's older, he's retired, he's a little sick. Just hearing your stories, hearing the way you talk about this, hearing the disdain in your voice, I could tell it's like, bro, you don't want to be there. You don't want to become that person. I could tell you that because you said it was changing the way you interacted with your people. You know what I'm saying? They don't even want to be around you no more. Yeah, me and my sister stopped talking. What is that worth? That's worth? Yeah. That, my family? You mean to tell me this bread or this bravado that I get from saying I'm a CEO and I did it and I proved this to myself, it's worth losing my people over? I can't put no price on that. I can't put no job over that. I can't do nothing to make that worth it for me. I got to find something that I'm happy doing. I got to find something that I enjoy doing, and it's going to help me become a better person. Not when I can sit there and look in the mirror and say, I'm becoming a worse person. You're not even seeing the person that you saw before. You drinking more, smoking more, doing all this other shit. You're doing dumb shit. Bro, and I ain't here to persuade you out of none of that shit. You know what I mean? But just hearing your story is really is compelling because how many other people is out there sitting there doing it for... The wrong reasons. Doing it for another reason other than self-happiness. Well, you know, the best thing about me is, I, I, you know, I don't have kids. Uh I'm not married. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I could do something else. But you got people that's trapping it, that's doing it for their family. Mm. While you have the opportunity to not be doing it for that, and it's not like... uh, a life or death situation for you, I think it's best that you probably find your happiness, bro. I feel like it's better that you find something that makes you more fulfilling than to walk in there, hear those gates, those fucking prison doors closed, and you got to worry about how the fuck I'm going to survive in this hellhole. You know what I mean? And maybe that that's that could be just your testament. You know what I'm saying? That that don't have to be everybody. Some people might get a rush out of going in there. Some people love it. Some people, Some people love for that shit. They love that shit. Yeah. I'm telling you, me personally, uh-uh. I, I can't. I, <laughs> yo, no disrespect to no CEOs out there. No disrespect to nobody that's a, but personally, I can't I can't wake up, get up, 
and go to jail every day. I don't give a fuck how much you're paying me because mental health to me is more important than anything. And another thing we need to start preaching more is the mental health and addressing that shit. We got to talk about shit. This is why I love Trapping Anonymous because we get to talk about this shit and my guests, they get to get shit off their chest and realize things about themselves. I'm sitting there talking. I'm learning so much. I'm gaining so much. And I, I hope that the people listening, you know what I'm saying, y'all doing the same thing. But just remember, like, please go out here, do shit because you love it. Do shit because it's your passion. Do shit because it makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? Don't be out here doing shit that's going to change you as a person and change you as an individual and to change the way everybody's looking at you but ultimately changing the way you look at yourself because there's no pride in that you know what I mean I think this life is about being happy and going out and doing what makes us more fulfilling as a person this is Trapping Anonymous CEO Anonymous my name is Chris Styles. let's get it this episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunshania Lunsford